Hey, what's up, guys? Before we start the show, I just want to say real quick, I got a new ebook slash hard copy book out right now on Amazon available called 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. It's just uh, all the tips I've gotten this podcast pretty much, some new stuff as well. Put it all in one place for you. So check it out. It's on Amazon. 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. Available on Amazon. All right, let's start the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Social Skills Lab, where we dive into the most important skill you'll ever learn, your social skills. Why is that? Well, because it makes life more fun. It also makes it easier and uh, more interesting, makes your job a lot easier, opens up all kinds of avenues. I am your host, Nathan Ament. I've been learning social skills for about 15 years. And um, yeah, just a, I'm just a regular guy that went from being pretty shy to pretty social. And uh, I have a lot, I've got a long way to go myself, but uh, I just figured, hey, I'll just take a, why don't we just take a little journey with me, I guess. Okay, so last week we talked about body language and approbation, which also just means praise. Uh, a couple things about that I wanted to mention. So body language, um, another aspect of body language is like your hand gestures, like when you talk, like how emotive you are, um, how expressive you are with your hands. You can actually do quite a bit of expressiveness with your hands as well. So something that I'd, I'd recommend is go on YouTube and watch some videos of uh, some of the big late night hosts like Jimmy Kimmel or um, I'm trying to blank right now, Stephen Colbert, anyone that's kind of like a regular late night host. Jim, oh, Jimmy Fallon too. And then uh, so just watch some clips of when they do their monologues like when they were in front of a live audience and you can see how expressive they are with their hands. And it's so natural. It's basically expert level hand gestures. Just to give you an idea of some hand gestures you might want to adopt. Like if you see anyone doing something cool, just take it, you know, make it your own. No one's got a uh, patent on like great hand gestures or great phrases. So it's a good way to learn how to make your hands more expressive. It just helps you communicate better. Another thing about having really good body language is it really plays a big part in your vibe. So that's uh, another key thing about communicating is you always want to have a really good vibe. Your body language uh, is basically a big part of having an interesting and positive vibe. On another, On the other topic of approbation, we talked about, you know, giving genuine compliments when you actually felt, when you actually experienced something that like, oh yeah, that was great. One thing I don't think I mentioned was at work, that's like a really great place to give approbation and praise out. When I was working at uh, this company, we were doing installations of 
copiers and printers at these different hospitals. We were on different, we were on teams and we all were pretty much brand new. We all started at the same time. The boss was always checking in to make sure things, how things were going. I always made it a point to remember which coworkers were doing really well. And I would mention to him, oh yeah, you know, um, Mike is doing a really good job or, um, you know, uh, Phil, he, he, uh, we had this issue in the, in the, in the pharmacy department and he knew how to, he was really good with the software. He like, I didn't think we were going to get it figured out, but, uh, he, he was able to get it, get it going. So I'd mentioned these things to the boss, like who was doing a good, like a really good job. And I was very specific um, like I wouldn't just be generalizing like, oh, yeah, he's good. I always made specific points of why uh, the person was doing a good job. And so next thing you know, he I found out that he, he would regularly ask me how someone was doing. And I don't know, just for some reason, I believe when you do that at work, it gives you credibility just by giving other people praise and specific praise it just actually not only makes them look better, it makes you look better. So kind of like a decent tactic to use, <laughs> to use at work. This one coworker of mine, I mean, everyone already knew he was really good, but I told the boss, I'm like, man, this guy's like a genius at the job. Like he knows everything about the product. And every time I feel like I, I have an issue, I always call him and um, he, he usually helps me quite a bit. And the guy actually ended up getting promoted to be my supervisor. I think about a year later, or six months later, he was still like doing a really good job. So I sent an email to my boss about how like, oh yeah, you know, Dustin's been doing a really good job. Just want to let you know that uh, every time I call him, he's always available and blah, 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 blah. I don't really remember his specifics, but I was just, you know, I just thought I'd give a shout out to him, send an email to my boss about it. And then, you know, a couple hours later, uh, I realized I saw an email that he had forwarded back to his boss, and then another manager, and then also to Dustin. And then uh, Dustin replied back, uh, thanking for, uh, he like really appreciated getting positive, he likes positive feedback from customers, but positive feedback from coworkers means even more. And I don't know, I was just like, it's something so easy to do. I mean, I was bored at work anyway, there wasn't really much going on, so I just felt like, oh, let's do this. And uh, it goes around pretty quick. And uh, yeah, so stuff like that just, I think it, it it can uh, be very effective at work because, you know, most people at work, they very rarely get positive feedback, at least genuine positive feedback. So, hey, I I, I recommend doing it. I ended up getting uh, pushed up to being a lead too as well. So, you know, it, it also helps your career for in, in, in weird ways that you don't really expect. Okay, so uh, this week we are going to go into where to meet new people, and also what to talk about. I hear that quite a bit. Is like, well, what do you, what do you talk about when you're socializing? And uh, I totally get that because when I was uh, first starting out, like I'm so, I was so in my head, and you know, I would think of things to talk about, but I just wouldn't say it because I don't know. It just didn't seem like I don't know. Maybe they, they don't really want to talk about that or whatever. Uh, I I actually have difficulty remembering what it was like when I first started because it was a, it was a long time ago, but B it's like now it just seems so natural and relatively easy that it's hard for me to put myself back in that mind space. I hope that 
you are getting something out of it. At least, you know, I try to give a lot of like a lot of tips and stuff and, you know, small practical ideas as well as like big overarching ideas. I really hope you're getting something at least out of it. I just say that if you don't really know where to start, just start somewhere. <laughs> I remember I was uh, studying with a friend of mine and he was kind of behind and we had like a test coming up and he's like, like I had some ideas of what we we're going to go over and he's like, man, I don't even know what or where to start. And I was like, dude, just start somewhere. <laughs> Cause that's what I do actually when I feel overwhelmed, just start somewhere. And, uh, next thing you know, you, you'll start figuring out, okay, I need to work on that and that in this order or whatever. Let's talk about where to meet new people. So back, let's go back to when I was kind of getting started. I was, I mentioned before that I was really into, uh, the music scene, I was really into DJing and electronic music, like house and techno and stuff. And I would go out to like events and stuff like that. I'd go to underground parties or clubs. I started going to more more to clubs and stuff just because of where I was living. There was more clubs. There was like weekly events going on. And I had just moved back to California and most of my friends had moved away, but I did have one friend that was still around. So who was also interested in into the same music so i started going out to these different music clubs and i found a good weekly event that was in uh, northern california was in sacramento and i started going almost every week because i liked the the music they were playing there and i just kept running into the same people and i don't know i'd be by the by the speaker or something and i noticed someone else was there by themselves and i'm like hey how's it going I was like, uh, what do you think of the DJ or something like that? We'd just start, start talking about music or something. Sometimes you'd hit it off. Sometimes you wouldn't. After so many weeks of doing this, I kept running into the same people. So you'd be like talking to them and talking for a minute. And you're like, hey, I'm going to go get a beer. You want one? They're like, yeah, sure. So next thing you know, you both go over to the bar and you're just chopping it up at the bar. And then maybe their friend would come up and they would say hi. And you'd introduce you to their friend and stuff like that, which is a godsend because... It's a way easier way to meet people is when they're being introduced to someone. So I make it a very big point to always introduce people to each other. It's really important to always introduce people because some people aren't very good at that. They, I don't know, you'll just be talking and they'll be talking and and after a while you're like, hey, oh yeah, by the way, I'm so-and-so. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Just because the third, uh, the second person didn't introduce you, so always make it a point to introduce people. I do it. I do it a lot. So back to the, I was just going to a lot of these events and next thing you know, you're starting to meet people at these music things. And if you're going regularly, if it's a relatively small music scene, which this was, you just run into the same people. And then next thing you know, they're like, Oh, so what are you doing after, after this is over? Like, yeah, I'm not sure. And they're like, well, there's a, there's an after party at so-and-so's, uh, you should go. So next thing you know, you're going to an after party. You meet more people there. You meet their friends. This was this actually started to snowball pretty quickly to where I was. Uh, I'd go out. A lot of times there'd be an after party. You go to an after party, and then you find out about another event. Like you don't always find out about about events like just pop up on your phone or something like that. You actually hear about them from other people, and especially if you. I don't know. I always found the people that I hit it off with the most were into almost the exact same type of music I was into. 
So when they found out, when they would mention it in a, a music event, I'd make it a point to go because it's probably the type of music I was into because there's so many different types of genres of music. You never really always, uh, sometimes you weren't really into the music or whatever. So I found that um, basically this was one of the best places to socialize and meet new people and practice my social skills because people who go to music events were usually very social themselves. I mean, there were shy people too, but they wanted to socialize. You go out, you want to socialize. So they were very upbeat. They liked to have fun, which is, hey, who doesn't like to have fun? That's basically the name of the game, isn't it? So I just found that if you have, well, let me just segue into the next section I was going to talk about is I heard this advice that if you really want to maximize your ability to socialize, if you really want to maximize your ability to socialize with a lot of people, a lot of new people, you may want to move to a city. Like if you live in the boonies, if you live in the middle of nowhere, if you live in a uh, place where you've grown up all your life and you keep basically meeting the same people and it's hard to meet new people or whatever, it's a pretty big step, obviously, to move to a big city or to a bigger city. Holy cow, it was... uh, it really changed the game. And I remember when I heard that, I'm like, okay, that's that sounds like pretty good advice, but um, I'm, I, I don't know if I can move right away. But it, it might be something I want to work towards. So, I mean, it took me probably about a year or two, but it, it wasn't long. And next thing you know, I was in a big city. And holy cow, just really all of a sudden, there's so much more stuff to do. There's so many more people to meet. I don't know, people that live in big cities, are, are they like to do a lot of stuff because there's so much stuff going on. It just really makes things so much easier to, to get out and do stuff. Uh, when I was moving, when I lived in Sacramento, there was a, a weekly newspaper magazine that would come out. It's like, there's like these uh, newsstands all around the city. It's called uh, Sacramento News and Review. And I would make sure to go and get one every week. And then I would just like, I had a calendar up on my wall. Make sure you have a calendar up on your wall. And so I had a calendar up on my wall. And I would get this uh, weekly newspaper. And what I would do is basically I'd open it up, go through it. And there was a calendar. It's just like a music, arts, and culture weekly magazine. Almost every big city has one. And I would just open it up, look at the uh, calendar, see what's coming up for this week or this month, circle everything that looked interesting to me, and I would put it on my calendar if I was, you know, I wasn't ever sure if I was going to go or not, but at least I had it on my calendar. Usually a couple days before, I might get pretty excited about going to something. I might call up someone and be like, hey, this thing's going on. Do you want to go? And uh, a lot of times I would just go by myself if uh, I couldn't find anyone else that wanted to go. And I'm I'm a shy person. That's not something I really like to do, to go out and do something by myself, especially when I first started. But um, I said, you know what, I'm just going to start saying yes to everything that comes my way. Um, that's a really good tip. Just start saying yes to everything that comes your way because you'll find that a lot of stuff actually does pop up. Like someone says, oh, they're having a barbecue or there's this event at work or there's You'll hear something on the radio that sounds cool. Just start saying yes to everything until you get in the habit of going out a lot more. 
So like I said, I would circle these events, put them up on my calendar, and then I made it a point to, because I kind of had to made it, make a deal with myself because I didn't really want to go to some of these things. I said, look, I'll go. I'll go for at least 30 to 45 minutes, and if it's not fun, I'll leave. It's simple as that. Like, I don't have to stay. If you go to something, you don't have to stay. You can always leave if you're not having a good time. And then I'd also make it a point to, okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to try to talk to at least one or two people new that I don't know. That's a really great, a really great way to get in the habit of talking to two new people. So when you go out to stuff, you want to keep in mind that a lot of places that are um, are very conducive to socializing, where people are out walking around. Like if you go to a movie, it's not really a great place to socialize, obviously, because everyone's sitting down quietly and watching a movie, maybe afterwards or something like that. Like if it's a retro movie, because they would sometimes be retro movie nights in the city. Those are pretty fun. I would say that just be aware that some places are very conducive to socializing, like a like a say like an art gallery opening or a music event, stuff like that. Places that wouldn't be very good is, you know, like think about like if at the emergency room of a hospital or at a funeral, those aren't very good places to start chatting up new people probably. <laughs> I mean, you probably could, but probably not as good as like a an art fair downtown or something or a block party. So there's definitely a lot of uh, places to meet new people. We'll go into more later as we go along, but... Just be more. Just be aware that there's a lot of places that you're probably not checking out that uh, you could if you just expand your expand your repertoire of places you go out to. I mean, other things I would check out is like new restaurants that look good that I wanted to check out, or new new bars or new bars that opened up. Something like a you know open air uh, beer garden or something like that. Always wanted to check out new places because the more places that you know of in your plate in your in your city that are new and that you could take other people to because you know people are always no matter who you are always a little nervous about going somewhere new but if you go with someone who's already been there and kind of knows the scene it's kind of like you're a little you're kind of like acting like a shepherd <laughs> in some ways i don't know but it's always cool to take place, people to places that you know of that are new and they're they're cool and they're fun and just be in the know you always want to be in the know Okay, so let's now talk about what to talk about. I mean, it's basically the heart of a conversation, the meat, the meat of the platter. Or if you're a vegetarian, the kale of the platter. Something that would be good to develop is your sense of curiosity. I think I've always been somewhat curious, but uh, now that we have the internet, now that we have YouTube, now that everyone's got a smartphone, you can always look up stuff. Anything that pops in your head, like some kind of weird topic off off the top of your head topic, just look it up and just uh, start diving into it. I know like a couple months ago, I heard that um, the heavyweight champion of the world, this guy named Tyson Fury had just became the champion of the world. And uh, I used to be into boxing a lot when I was younger. I'd watch it every Thursday night. It'd be Thursday night boxing. But then I got out of it. But I don't know. Anytime I hear about a new heavyweight champ, I'm always curious who it is. So I went on YouTube and I just typed in 
uh, Tyson Fury, you know, best fight highlights or whatever. And I was blown away. This guy is an amazing boxer. He's got like the most brutal body shot right hand I've ever seen in my life. He like knocks people out with body shots, which is, which is very rare to ever see somebody get knocked out with a body shot. So, I mean, just like, you know, I heard about it. I looked it up. Now I know. And I actually end up, uh, I was with a new coworker and we were talking and the conversation was kind of dying down. And I asked him if uh, he's ever heard of Tyson Fury. He's like, no. I'm like, oh, do you watch boxing? He's like, oh, yeah, I, I like boxing. I'm like in MMA and stuff like that. So next thing you know, we're talking about boxing and stuff. And uh, that's just like, you know, I was curious about something. I looked it up. And next thing you know, it it be it helped the conversation keep going and stuff like that. So be curious. Um, I heard a good tip a long time ago was to be a renaissance man or a renaissance woman. Basically someone who, let me think, like Leonardo da Vinci would be considered the uh, original renaissance man because he was into engineering and science and art. He was like a brilliant artist, a brilliant engineer. And also maybe someone else like Benjamin Franklin. He was a real renaissance man. The guy was like a really good writer, great politician, an inventor. He invented a lot of a lot of things. So be like that. Just be interested in every range of topic you could think of. Because not only is having range in your conversation, I'm going to mention it as well. You should have range when you go out. You should be able to be comfortable in a dive bar or a fancy club, like dressed up or just dressed way down. You should be able to have range in your social life and also in your topics. So things like science, history, politics, art, music, pop culture, technology, like video games or whatever, film, sports. And I know a lot of people aren't into sports. I I am into sports. Not that I really spend a lot of time watching them. Like I always watch a if a championship game is on, I'll definitely watch it. I think that uh, sports is always it's always like a uh, the very it's like one it's just one thing in your tool bag of tools. You can like always talk about sports. Like oh yeah, you got a favorite football team. My favorite team is the L.A. Rams. I mean, I could always talk about sports to someone just because like. I kind of follow it, but I'll definitely watch like highlights of like star athletes like, you know, Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan or Mike Tyson, like anyone I could remember. Or like Ray Lewis was like a defensive football player. He had like the most brutal hits. So just watch highlights of sports athletes and stuff. I mean, it doesn't take a long time. And it's like you might find that it's actually super uh, cool to watch those highlight reels. They're pretty cool. I noticed too that like if I'm watching like a TV show or a movie and they mention something that's I'm like oh I'm not sure what they're talking about I'll look it up like uh, I was watching Goodwill Hunting the other day the professor was trying to convince Robin Williams into taking on the new client Will Hunting and he's like he's he mentioned he's like he mentioned this guy he's like you remember Rom- Romana John. Or something like that. And he's like, he's like the next Ramana John. And I'm like, what the, who the hell is he talking about? I never heard of this guy. So I looked him up. And next thing you know, I'm watching a biography on Ramana John. Like I paused the, that movie and I jumped over to um, another window and started watching this biography on this uh, 
guy named Ramana John. I think it was like the 1940s or 50s. This uh, this guy from India had was a math genius, but he had no formal education. But he had like a, a couple math books, and he had just uh, mastered mathematics. And uh, I don't know. It was a really interesting biography. But I do that a lot. Like I'll watch, uh, I'll hear about something, and I'll I'll type in the person's biography like i was watching i was uh, driving the other day for work and i heard a old tupac song and i used to like tupac a lot and i was like oh you know i should when i get home i want to watch a tupac biography because i don't really know that much about him but uh it was pretty interesting watching like i found out that his mother was in was actually in the black panthers and stuff like that and and she had uh talked to him a lot about you know, society and, and their culture and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense because he does talk about, not, well, I mean, he obviously talks a lot about thug life, but he had actually had a lot of positive messages too in his music. So I would recommend just watching as many biographies as you can about people. Yeah, so I would recommend watching just a lot of biographies about all kinds of people that you've heard of, people in pop culture, look up... uh you know, history, watch a lot of stuff about history and stuff because that's uh, really interesting topics that people do like to talk about. Anything that, uh, it's good to know more about politics, whatever your political, wherever you land on the political spectrum. Like I watch a lot of stuff from both on the left and the right. Like I, I, I try to be somewhere in the center. At least know what, people are saying on both sides of the don't don't just be in a, a bubble where you only hear stuff from your side spend quite a bit of time listening to both sides i think that's really important uh I'll, i watch a lot of music biographies too anything about music is really interesting to me i'll read a lot about science stuff stuff going on in science because what happens is the more you know about so many different topics in different areas the more you can actually make uh different subtle connections between them that way like if someone mentions something that you might not have anything you know don't know anything about like if someone was talking about like a car they bought you can at least like talk about the era that the car came came up or maybe the company that it was made by like you know that's another thing i'm really interested in too is uh businesses like uh you know, different companies and stuff like I'm into, like I'll, I'll watch stock market and stuff like that information. So make sure you just dive as much into every topic as you can. It just helps so much more when, um, when you're in conversation, like if, uh, you'll hear about a big movie that comes out, you don't even have to watch the movie, at least just watch the trailer. Like I'll watch a lot of, uh, film trailers. I'll watch a lot of movie reviews. Like if there's a movie that I really liked, I'll go back, like even if it was 10 years ago, I'll just like, if I remember it, I'll watch a movie review from that. And I'll, I might even watch several movie reviews about it. That helps a lot, a lot because you'll see a lot of stuff that you, you didn't catch. Like I watched a lot of, uh, I watched several movie reviews recently on the matrix. Like I started watching the matrix again and the first one was amazing. The other two weren't that good. <laughs> so I'll actually watch uh, movie reviews for movies that are bad too and to see why exactly they were bad and now i know why uh the second matrix was terrible <laughs> basically it just wasn't i don't know it just wasn't written very well they didn't really know what to do with the characters 
And uh, I realized why it didn't make sense either because the whole time in the second Matrix when Neo is trying to uh, get back to the source and all the guys are trying, everyone's trying to stop him from the uh, the Matrix. It's like, well, he's supposed to go back to the source. Why is everyone in the Matrix trying to stop him? Like, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> so anyway, I would also recommend as far as what to talk about, trying a lot of new things like going out and... Uh, try a lot of new restaurants and stuff like different foods. Like if you go to the same five restaurants, I'm sure they're great, but you should always be trying a new place. Like I made it a point for like six months to like always go eat somewhere new. And Holy cow, man, you really quickly learn a lot of different places. If you, and then one thing that I do when I get there, especially if I go somewhere new, I always ask the person who's serving me. I'm like, well, what do you recommend? Like what's really good? I've never been here. And you'll usually get like something really good. I'm, and I would also say try to be very discerning, or develop your uh, ability ability to be discerning. And I want to quickly say about that. I like to look up words because I want to know that I'm saying the exact right word for what I mean. Which I, which uh, hold on, let me look it up. So discerning. Let's find the definition. It just means. Discernment is the ability ability to obtain sharp perceptions or to judge well. In the case of judgment, discernment can be psychological, moral, or aesthetic in nature. Uh, the ability to judge well, basically. So what I, what I what I mean by that is, so you know, I like hamburgers, but I'm I always in the have in the back of my mind of like I'm trying to find the very best burger in the city. So. I do have like some favorite places. So like if someone says, I'll ask other people like who like, I'm like, well, where do you, where do you think the best burger in the city is? And then I'll check it out if it's, if I've never been there before. I don't know. It's just something fun to do. Like I also do that with like pizza. Like what's the best pizza? And my brother, he's a, he's a, he's a chef. <laughs> and I asked him the other day, I was like, oh, hey, so what's, uh, what's your favorite burger? We're like, what's your favorite burger places you've been to? Like your favorite burger, and you know what he told me? He said, "He said, well, I, th- I think, uh, I think, I think Carl's Jr. has the best burger." And I was like, "Dude, are you, f- dude? Are you serious?" I asked you what the best. I didn't ask you what the best fast food burger was. And like, you're a chef. You should have like more discernment about this. Like, you don't have like a favorite burger. I was like blown away. Like, I expected him to say something badass burger spot that like no one no one knew about but no no he gave he gave me like he gave me like burger king or carl's jr or something like that i was so disappointed and i let him know how disappointed i was i think that's about it for this week so um yeah so with this week we talked about where to meet new people and things to talk about we'll definitely go into more of that stuff as we go along but i just wanted to give you a big chunk of it right now because uh it's good to know that stuff. Next week, we're going to be talking about active listening and being present. Because listening and being present obviously is very important. So I appreciate you guys tuning in again. I hope your week goes well. And I will talk to you next week. Take care.
Thanks for listening. And remember, my new book is available on Amazon, 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. So check it out. I think you'll like it. Uh, 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. And remember to give it a review. I'd appreciate it. Thanks a lot.